again, it's a great joy to celebrate back again this 7 p.m. Mass. It's not the same without the people here, but we wanted to keep as much as we could the normal schedule so when we kind of go back to normal, it's not a complete change. Today we celebrate Divine Mercy Sunday. And in the Gospel of John, we see that Jesus says three times the same thing. Peace be with you. As soon as he enters the upper room, the disciples are afraid. And the first greeting of Jesus is, peace be with you. Shalom. La paz esté con ustedes. Pax Tibi. And then again, in the same first apparition, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I send you. And then, one week later, now with Thomas, again, peace be with you. Jesus repeats three times the same greeting, the giving of his resurrected peace. It's one of the many gifts of the resurrected Jesus. As we celebrate Easter, we should be mindful that this is a season of grace where Jesus, alive in his glorious humanity, wants to give us so many graces. We should not stop in Lent. We should keep growing in this season where the tide of grace is going up. And this is one of the main gifts, to be a man, a woman of profound peace, of stable peace. This is a gift that everyone Believers and non-believers long so much. We don't like restlessness. We don't like this ongoing busyness of the heart. And Jesus promises the gift of his resurrected peace. He had already promises, promised it on John 14:27. In the Last Supper, he says, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So in his life, he had already promised the gift of peace. But now in the resurrection time, he makes this gift possible. Today, because and through the resurrection of Jesus, we can plug, we can connect with the source of profound peace. That is faith in him, faith in his presence, and trust in the goodness of his plan for each one of us. Before we continue, just long for that. Long to be a man, a woman of deeply rooted peace of heart, of a stable peace, not the peace of the world, the, the peace of the believer the peace of the resurrected Jesus. So think of the opposite, maybe. What is the opposite of peace? Is anxiety, being worried. Why do we become anxious? I think the two main reasons why we become anxious are, one, we become anxious when we feel that we are by ourselves, that we need to fight this fight just with our own strength. We need to face life, face problems, just with our own strength, without the company of Jesus. 
Martha was anxious in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. And when she complains to Jesus, she says, Why do you let Mary do all this work alone? Why I have to do all of this alone? So many times we are like Martha. We are going through life thinking we are alone. And that's why we feel anxious. Second, we are anxious when you think or you feel something is going to go wrong. Something you love or someone you love, you can lose it. Just the thought of losing it makes you anxious. The thought of failing makes you anxious. You need to go through a test. Just the thought of maybe I will not make it makes me anxious. You lose your job and maybe the perspective of not being able to provide or not being stable financially makes you anxious. The risk of losing your health, the risk of losing someone you really love, all those things can lead you to become anxious. Fear of failure or fear of rejection. And many times we fall into this trap of inner restlessness, lack of inner profound rooted peace. And Jesus says today, peace be with you. So he commands us to have peace. But whenever Jesus commands us, he both gives us the grace and he gives us also the reasons why we should have peace. And if you read the gospel carefully, the first section, after each time he says, peace be with you, he gives us the reason why we should have peace. And if you want in advance, the two main reasons Jesus gives is his presence and his plan. If you like math, presence plus plan equals peace. That's a very profound thought. So peace be with you, he says first. These disciples are afraid in the upper room. And then what does he do? He showed them his hands and his side. He showed them his wounds. He showed them his glorious, filled with light wounds. Basically, he shows them, I am with you. I am alive. I am like this Easter candle standing in your midst. You are not alone. You don't need to face life by yourself. I am here. You can touch me, he says to Thomas. You can touch me, Peter. I am here. I am real. I'm not a ghost. I'm alive, victorious and glorious. And nothing will ever separate us if you have faith in me. And that's a source of peace. To know that Jesus is with us, alive. Think of Peter, who learned to trust in Jesus, first in the calming of the storm, and then in so many occasions. Now, he will be able through faith to truly be with him in any circumstance of life. Peter will be put into jail, but Jesus will be there. 
Peter will be persecuted, but Jesus will be with him. Peter, who betrayed Jesus and was in shame, experienced the mercy of the resurrected Jesus. He will die crucified upside down, but Jesus will be there. The gift of his presence. And that's why in his letter, the second reading, he says, Although you don't see him, he's speaking to the first Christians, you love him. That's faith. Although you don't see Jesus, you love him. Although you don't see him, you believe he's with you. And that's a source of profound peace. And that's the first grace we should ask in this whole Easter season, the gift of really believing that Jesus is alive. Your resurrected friend is with you. You are not alone. And whatever you face in life, you face it with him. So that's the first greeting of peace. And the source of that first peace is presence. The second one, after he says, Touch me, see me, see my side, it is me. He says again, peace be with you. And then he says, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. And he breathed on them the Holy Spirit. So this is a second kind of deep source of the peace of the resurrected Jesus. The gift of having a mission. The gift of trusting that Jesus is giving them a sense of life. The gift of knowing that Jesus has a plan. As the Father sent me, as I lived in this life with trust in my Father and then ascended to heaven, so like that is your life. There's a meaning in your life. There's a purpose. I sent you with a mission. I have a plan of blessing and hope for you. And I give you the Holy Spirit to accompany you. That's the second source of profound peace. Truly believing and trusting that God is in control of your life. The second gift of peace, second source of peace, is truly letting God be in control of your life and accomplish his mission for you, his plan of salvation in you and through you. When you let God guide your life, that's what gives you peace. When you are against his will, fighting against him, you are restless. In his will, there is peace. I think Dante Alighieri said that, the Divine Comedy. In his will, there is peace. In his plan, in his mission, there is peace. But that's not enough. The fulfillment of that plan is heaven. Peter says today in the second reading, he gave us through the resurrection of Jesus an inheritance. Pay attention, an inheritance, something that is for you, that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. Even if the stock market goes down, this inheritance 
is unfading, kept in heaven for you. So basically, Peter is saying, Jesus gave us this mission. And the progression, the unfolding of that mission is heaven, is glory, is goodness. So you should not be afraid. Because if Christ can give you heaven, if Christ can give you glory, if the end, if this inheritance... How much more he will give you many blessings throughout life. So Peter is saying trust in his plan for you. I just finished reading the life of Francis Cabrini, this great Italian saint who evangelized in the U.S. in the 1850s more or less. And she wrote this beautiful prayer. She's a great example of Peace, energy, and trusting in God's plan. This is what she says. My Jesus, I have not always recognized your loving plans for me. Every day with the help of your light, I learn more of your loving care. Continue to increase my awareness of the gentleness of your loving plans. I want to follow the purpose for which I was created. See, I am in your hands. I need you to help me choose the best way to serve you. Walk with me, Jesus. Stay by me. Stay by my side and guide me. Simple but beautiful. Jesus, I have not recognized always the loving plans for me. Allow me to discover with your light this loving care, the gentleness of your loving plans. This is so true. This is so true. Christ is always loving us, caring for us. He's always in a gentle way guiding us and unfolding his plans. And the more you experience that in your life, the more you become a man, a woman of outstanding, Profound inside peace. No matter what the outside circumstance is, this profound peace of his presence and of his plan is rooted in you. So for homework this week, I invite you to keep in your heart or close to your heart this beautiful image of divine mercy. It has Jesus blessing us with his right hand and his other hand pointing to his heart, saying, my heart is open for you. My life is for you. My blessings are for you. And I want to bless you. And the description of divine mercy, Jesus said to Sor Faustina, put Jesus I trust in you. Because that's what people in the world need to know in this, at least these generations instill a profound trust in my resurrected presence and also in my loving plans. So this week, try to pray with that phrase and maybe do it more Easter, resurrected. You can say, Jesus, resurrected Jesus, I trust in your plans. Resurrected Jesus or Jesus alive, 
I trust in your plans, in your loving plans for me. Whenever you feel inclination to be anxious or worried, repeat that phrase. Become aware of his living, resurrected presence. Become aware of this unfolding of his gentle plans that will end in the glory of heaven. Paul said in Philippians 4, The Lord is near. Have no anxiety at all. But in everything, by prayer and petition, make your request known to God. And this is what will happen. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The Lord is near. He's alive, resurrected. Have no anxiety. Pray to him. Make your request known to him. And the peace of God will take possession of your heart, will guard your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus.